You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, last week I gave some time off, or I gave myself some time off there uh, because it was a bye week, and, and I wanted folks to, you know, get out, enjoy some games, enjoy all that good stuff. You don't need to hear my voice every single day of the year. Uh, but I'm back this week, and, and this week is going to be a guest field week. Uh, but today will be the only day that I do not have a guest, and that is because I am doing Kenton's Keys today. Uh, after fully breaking down Boston, after fully looking at the numbers, examining who they are, um, as far as the eye test goes, as far as the numbers bear out and all that good stuff, uh, what they do or don't do well on film, I, I think I got some pretty good stuff uh, going for these keys. And the fact of the matter is, again, I am, if you haven't already heard it, go listen to Locked On ACC. And I said that I believe that as far as a team that is in the position where no team that they play will be better than them and they do not need help of anybody else losing uh, to get to where they're going as far as the conference goes. You know, what the old, as the phrase goes, controls their own destiny. I said that NC State is the only team that does that. But with the caveat of NC State cannot piss down its leg now that we're the hunted instead of the hunters. Because that's the reality here. And I know some people are going to hear this and say, well, Wake is ranked higher than us and they're undefeated. I understand that. Wake has multiple games ahead of them where they'll be underdogs. Multiple. That's, that's what I mean in saying that. Because at the end of the day, there's going to be a meeting between Wake Forest and ourselves. So there's that. But anywho, um, again, this game is the beginning. And, and mind you, I said... After the Mississippi State game, these next three weeks are going to tell us a lot about this team. I said that, and I meant it. Or I'm sorry, not the next three weeks. After the Furman game, I said these next three weeks are going to mean a lot to the team. And if you haven't heard me explain it already, I very simply meant the uh, game against Clemson was going to determine whether or not we were ready for the big moment. Because I said that this Clemson team looks as beatable as I've ever seen. As, as I've seen in quite some time, rather. We got the job done there. The next game against Louisiana Tech, how do we handle that success? Because it's not only about um, winning the big moment, winning the big game, but it's about also coming back and handling success well against a team that... Many people hear the name Louisiana Tech and think, oh, this is a bad team. We're going to whoop the wheels off and we're going to run all over them. That's not the case. That was a Louisiana Tech team that, honestly and truly now, looking at all the teams that we have on this schedule so far, I see two better offenses than them. Mm, one, one, one and a half, I guess. One and a half better offenses than what they were bringing. Defensively, not much there. Defensively, eh, we we should have put up more points than we did, uh, but there's that. So when I'm looking at uh, what this what we have in in Boston College, we have a team that lost their starting quarterback in in Phil Jerkovich, 
and uh, the young man Grossell has stepped in to become their starting quarterback in his absence. And uh, Dennis Grossell has been doing – he's been doing a very meh job so far. I mean, I, he hasn't been terrible, uh, but he hasn't been great either. Uh, he's a guy, very experienced guy, been in the program for forever and a day. Uh, he's a guy that is, you know, when, when people say, oh, you'd stay the course and you never leave and you just stay and you just work it out and you just, you make it happen and da 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 He's that guy, okay? He's had some playing experience. He's had some playing time uh, in his time at, um, in his time at Boston College before this year. But he hasn't been the full-time starter uh, for a full season. His his redshirt sophomore year, he started a bunch of games and um, did some pretty good things there. But the fact of the matter is, he is nothing special. He's not terrible. Uh, Pat Garwo III, their running back. I mean, although Boston College has moved their offense to become a little more modern, it's still Boston College. The run game is still the signature of that team. It's still where that team's bread is buttered. And so that's uh, what they got rolling as far as offensively goes. Zay Flowers out wide is the guy to watch out for. He's their uh, he's their do-everything receiver. He can line up inside at the slot. He can line up outside. Wherever he goes, he'll be fine. Uh, but, yeah, he, he does a lot of different things. He does a ton of different things. As far as um, he's one of those guys that is just like get the ball in their hands and and watch out, like let them or let him rather uh, figure it out from there. And then defensively, you're looking at a unit that is, I think that they're very middle of the road um, for them. I think looking at their statistics and looking where they're ranked, I think the books are cooked a little bit. And I don't mean like how Zillow's cooking the books, right? Because, you know, if you haven't heard, Zillow is charging up the prices on people's homes. But that's another story for another time. When I say the books are cooked, I mean because they played very inferior competition uh, for a large chunk of the season. So certain stats are a little skewed uh, for them. But defensively, they appear to be a middle-of-the-road defense on paper. I think in reality, they are – all right, defensively. Um, Coach Halfley is known as a, a defensive guy, and he's he's a guy that I I give him credit because he he you can tell the energy and the effort is there. Sometimes the fundamentals slip a little bit, but the energy and effort is always there from this defense. So in breaking down these keys, I'm gonna get into uh different things that that we need to do as a team to uh, take advantage of some of their shortcomings and, and some of their inabilities. First thing first, offensive keys, run the ball. Run the ball. We need at least 150 to 175 yards again. And I know you're thinking, well, at this point, Ken, you're just saying rush for 150 yards just to say that. No, I'm saying that because at the end of the day, the ability to stop the run is – a large part of what gets this team going. It's a large part of what this team identity is. Again, this is a Boston College team. They are going to be physical. The line of scrimmage is where they want to make their hay. But Clemson showed you can do something on the ground against this team. 
this team is pliable on the ground. It is not an impossible, uh, just unthinkable concept to be able to get uh, some yardage that way against this team. The next thing, leave no points on the board, okay? And this is, I'm going to talk about this a little later as well, but this is a game, and, and there are a lot of games going forward where, to me, the whole the whole thing is be the best version of yourself, okay? Because we have a quarterback that has a 6-to-1 touchdown-interception ratio this year, 12 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, and it should be higher. There have been multiple touchdown drops on this year. It should be much higher. So when I say leave no points on the board, I mean no TD drops and no empty possessions that get deep into um, Boston College territory, right? Anything inside of the 30, really, 30, 35, we need to come away with points. In seeing the Temple game, Temple was anemic offensively at times, but when they did move the ball, they were not able to finish off drives at all. At all. That can't be our story. This is not a Boston College team that is terrible, that there is no way they can beat us. There's a way. There's a way. There's plenty of ways. And that goes into my next thing. No drive killers. Just because I think that we are more talented than this team doesn't mean that we can play sloppy, lazy ball and assume, oh, well, it's okay. We're, we're more talented than they are, so we'll be fine. No, do not take that assumption. That is a bad assumption to make. So what are drive killers? Penalties, penalties, penalties. At the end of the day, running the ball and not having penalties going to the same thing for me. Staying ahead of the sticks. When you stay ahead of the sticks, you allow Coach Beck to draw up those deep shots. You allow him to call those deep shots because it makes sense. It's much harder to call that shot on second and 12, second and 13 than it is second and two, where you know, hey, if this don't work out, it's okay. We've got another play to go get this first down. So those are the offensive keys. I'm telling you, these keys, listen, I've, Again, I've done the, the research. I've done the looking into these things. If this team does this thing right, if this team makes those things happen, this game should be won and it should look easy. And another thing is Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. College football fanatics, have you heard of Prize Picks? I love this and I know you will too. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of Power 5 as well as mid-major players you might not have ever heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of the users that you that deposit and use promo code LOCKEDON will receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. You pick 2-5 to five players and an under-over on projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks allows mixed sports entries, and which means you can go and over on your favorite basketball player and under on your favorite football player. Doesn't matter. Use the award-winning app that is on both the App Store and Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals, so don't hesitate. Go to PrizePicks.com and use promo code Locked On, or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. 
March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the next thing that I want to talk about is our defensive keys. First thing first, like I've already said, this is still a Boston College team. The offense has been modernized, but without Phil Djokovic, uh, this is a team that they are struggling through the air a little bit. And to exemplify that, or not even exemplify that, I'll just say this. Pat Garo is the engine that makes that offense go. He is the engine that makes that offense go. So, Boston College has scored over 40 points twice. They've scored under 40 points twice. In the two games in which they scored over 40, if you look at Pat Garwell's stats in those games, it becomes very, very, very apparent why. In the game against, uh, in the game against, I want to say it was Massachusetts, yep, in the game against UMass, he averaged 10 yards per carry. In the game against UMass, he had 15 carries for 160 yards, averaging 10.7 yards per carry. The only other thing that happened in there that uh, can – sorry for that. Anywho, the only other game uh, that they put up 50 or 40 or more in that he didn't rush for huge numbers was against Colgate, which, again – no disrespect to Colgate. They're an FCS team. They don't exactly have the same level of talent. So if we're talking about the four FBS games, there are two where they put up 40, two where they did not. The two where they put up 40, he had 20, 40 carries for 335 yards and two touchdowns. 40 carries for 330. So basically a little over eight yards per carry in those two games. In the two games where the offense put up under 30 points, he had 17 carries. I'm sorry, a total of 29 carries for 105 yards, an average of 3.62 yards per carry. So the the key to this game defensively is Garwell has to average less than 4.5 yards a carry. Really, I'm tempted to push it down to four. But because I think that our DBs are good enough, I want to leave it at, at 4.5. I think we can get away. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to take it down to four. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take it down to four. He has to average less than four yards per carry. Again, the proof is in the pudding. When their offense is rolling, or when he's rolling, their offense is rolling. When he's having a tough time, their offense is having a tough time. That's just the reality here. That's just the reality here. It's plain as day. Right here in the numbers. Against FBS opponents, two games they put up 40. He rushes for over six yards of carry in both. And one of them, seven yards of carry. The other one, 10 yards per carry. Two games that they don't put up 40. 2.8 yards per carry, 4.8 yards per carry. So you know what? I'll leave it. I'll leave it at 4.5. I, I, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. I've struggled back and forth with that one. 
and y'all have heard it on air live and direct in real time, but I'm going to leave it at 4.5. He has to average under that um, as far as yards per carry go. The next thing, their passing game has, they don't have a ton of weapons. They don't have a ton of guys out wide uh, that are just really dominant. They don't have a tight end like Hunter Long um, in, in the fold anymore because he went on to the league, of course. And so with that being said, uh, this offense, or, or not the offense, the passing game is highly predicated on Zay Flowers. We have to stop him. You stop Zay Flowers, you've pretty much made their passing games go down to a screeching halt. So, again, you stop Garwo and Flowers. And, again, these things are easier said than done now. These things are much easier said than done. But the reality is you stop those two, you're looking at a a great situation to get yourself um, a win. The next or the last key, rather, be who you are defensively. Our defense is allowing 15.8 points per game for 11th best in the nation. Now, I know I already said the books were cooked for Boston College because of who they played. And the same argument can be made for us to an extent because we played a bad Clemson offense. And um, a bad Clemson offense, USF, before they really figured it out and before they started using Jaron Mangum like they should, a, um, a Mississippi State offense that you never know which Mississippi State offense is going to show up. And other than that, you're looking at a Louisiana Tech offense that they they were able to move the ball. They were able to show that our defense is pliable. So the, that could be argued for us as well. But if we're just talking power five, we're allowing 19 points per game. At the end of the day, if we can hit that sweet spot between 15.8 or 19, I think that we'll have a, a, a good good time against this team. I think we'll leave out a chestnut here with a win. The fact of the matter is, this team, the last key is be who you are defensively. Keep them in that range of 15.8. So 16 to 19 points will be just fine. The fact of the matter is simple here. This is a good team. Sure. Sure. This is a good team. I'm not about to sit here and lie to you and say, Oh, Boston College is terrible. We ought to take them out to the woodshed and da 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 They have some holes. They have some weaknesses that we can exploit. But this is a team that if these keys are not followed, if offensively we play a sloppy game with a bunch of penalties and turnovers, we leave points on the board, we don't finish drives, we play like we did at Mississippi State when we get inside the red zone, it's going to be a long day. But if we can do these things, if we can stop Garwo and Flowers, I feel just fine about this. I feel just fine about this game. Their defense doesn't really have a ton of playmakers to where I'm like super, oh, man, this team needs to be worried about extensively. They're tied with us for last in the conference in sacks, but the difference is our pressure rate is a little higher than theirs. And also, we create because of the pressure that we create, it forces quarterbacks into bad decisions, which is why we're one of the leaders in interceptions in the conference. And again, our interceptions have come against some of the best offenses we played against. Louisiana Tech is the best offense we played against. We had two interceptions against them. We had an interception against Clemson as well. The fact of the matter is very simple. If we are who we are, if we go out there and play our best game, I don't think that Boston College has enough 
to keep up and win this game. But we know that this sometimes the case. NC State does not play up to who we are, our best selves, all the time. We know that. We know that. So that's an eventuality or that's a a, a thing that to ignore it and just say, oh, we're going to play our best because this year is different. I'm, I'm not prepared to do that yet. I'm not prepared to do that. What I am prepared to do is take take some or eat some Bill Bar. It's an amazing treat. It's the best tasting protein bar ever. Did you know that Bill Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Bill Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. And if you don't know the Bill Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. You've got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. My favorite is the uh, grasshopper cookie. It's a limited timer, but man, it's it's just delicious. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. With up to 17 or 18 grams of protein, only 130 to 180 calories, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and net carbs, and that is per bar, folks. Th- those numbers are per bar. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy, all in one. Offer today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever it is that you like. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BillBar.com. So, folks, we're about to land this thing, but I hope I've made this very clear. Um, Again, if you haven't listened to Locked On ACC, go give it a listen. Uh, But I said it there, and I'll say it again here. To a certain extent, we control our own destiny. Actually, no, not to a certain extent. We completely control our own destiny from this point on out. We don't need anybody's help. We don't need anybody else to lose. We have to do what we have to do and go out and win our games going forward. That's what we have to do. We're going to be favored, or I guarantee you, there's not a single game, unless we have a complete and utter meltdown, there's not going to be a single game that we are underdogs of more than maybe seven points in. And that's even and that's even if an uh, injury were to occur to uh, Devin Leary or something like that. Knock on wood, hopefully, Lord, please don't let that happen, but you get my point. This is a season where we have to be able to take advantage and we have to be able to uh, do what we're supposed to do if we want to be the program uh, that is that we all know we can be, in essence, okay? At the end of the day, this Boston College game is the end of the three-week stretch that I said was going to tell me what this team is and how we go forward. Because like I said, first game, are we ready for the big moment? Second game, how do we handle the hangover of, of success or how do we handle um, when people are looking at us in that light? Third game, are we truly ready to be the hunted in this conference? This game will answer that question for me. Are we ready to be the hunted in the conference? Because, of course, Clemson is the big dogs on the block. Of course, we have not won a conference championship yet. But my point is, if we're looking at what we have against everybody else, if we cannot get the job done, it's because we pissed down our leg. It is not because I I am saying this with 100% confidence. I can't say with 100% confidence that we'll run the table. I can't say that. What I can say with 100% confidence is there will not be a team that we play all year who just looks bigger, faster, stronger, better than us all, all year long for the rest of our schedule. There's not a single team 
that we will watch film on and say, you know what, looking back, that team just was that much better than us. That team was just that much more of everything that we don't have. That team, we need to go recruit like them. That team, we need to go get some get a scheme like this. That won't happen for the rest of the year. This is be who you are, very simple. Let's see if the Wolfpack can do it. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate it every single time. The numbers keep going up, and I'm 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 just I can't believe it. I'm so excited every time I check uh to see how many new listeners and whatnot we got. Thank you all. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you.